It's his second time through and he hasn't even taken a hit yet. He's a wizard. Do you realize how many outside systems I've gone into? How many programs I've appropriated? You were recruited by the Starling to defend... To defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. I love the power glove. It's so bad. Just keep your power gloves off her, pal, huh? Damage report! Guidance system out. Auxiliary steering out. Defense! She won't answer the helm. What do we do? We die. You're listening to the Gamers Must Die podcast. I'm Ben Malahan here with Alex Moreau. How you doing? And Jared Riley. Hello. Um, well, how was your past week, guys? Anything interesting happen? A lot uh, of not interesting things happened. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yay! Pretty much summary of my life. Yeah. Like, I watched so many cartoons and played video games. Yeah, that was kind of my, my early 20s. Now it's, oh, I changed so many diapers and watched so many baby cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm 30, and my week was about the same as Alex's. So. <laughs> right. You, you haven't changed for the past 10 I'll never change. Years. Right. <laughs> Been operating with the same model since you were like eight years old. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's just jump right into some gaming news. So the big thing coming up is that The Witcher's coming out uh, on the 19th and uh, early reviews started coming out today. Ooh. Um, and they're all overwhelmingly positive. Oh so. my God! Not really a big surprise there, I guess. No, my bar was set pretty high to begin with. Well, that's the thing: <laughs> is the bar was set high, and apparently it met those expectations because uh, I mean, there's been a lot of hype for it and stuff. And uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I've seen a couple of screenshots. It looks really beautiful, if anything. Yeah, and I forget. Did you play The Witcher one or two, Alex? No, we discussed this. It was just one of those series that seemed so overwhelmingly long that I didn't want to start playing it before three came out. Okay. Because it would have been my life until three came out. Right. Okay. okay. Did it begin sort of a low budget game? The first one is kind of a low budget. Feels kind of like a low budget budget kind of game. Not super low budget, but. It feels like it was made with like the Bioware like RPG engine during yeah. that era, um, but I love the first one. I haven't played the others. I um, didn't really get too far into it, but it was okay. Yeah, so I think I mentioned this before. We talked about it last time. I beat the first one, but I need to go back and beat it again so I remember the story, so I can play the second one and the third one. You haven't played the second one yet? No, no. Oh so. my god! The third, from what I've read of this third one, it sounds awesome. It sounds like super, like a really cohesive open world and just really cool characters and and uh what systems is it for um xbox one ps4 and pc all right it sounds pretty standard then yeah they've been doing some neat little promo things for it like did you see the whole like monster hunt that they did on google maps no i didn't see that at all what was it um you could just like boop around on google maps and find monsters from the witcher series okay oh that's cool just like look around the map and there's Pretty much. At least that's what it looked like from the picture that I saw. Okay. Like just like really poorly shopped monsters, like just smack dab in the middle of like tourist attractions and things like that. <laughs> nice. It's funny what uh, all these viral marketing interns come up with to, to try next when they're doing a game. And Does half mean... of them involving Google Maps. Right. <laughs> the, Witcher, the Witcher takes place in a real country that exists here? No. No. Oh, okay. It's based on like a series of like books, like really Swedish books or? Beats me. Anyway, they're really gritty sort of fantasy setting, but yeah, 
and there's like a lot of uh, more adult themes. It's it, it's a good game. The first one is anyway, and I've heard nothing but positive things about the other two. So I have cool. really liked reading about the setting and like the monster design and things like that because there are some pretty cool characters in those games. Yeah, but not can play them. I'm one of those like shitheads that goes and like reads about the monsters and the lore and stuff like that without a- actually having played the game. So that is pretty. <laughs> That's lame. where I'm sitting. That's yeah. really embarrassing. For you. <laughs> uh, well, we should all make it our resolution in 2015 to play through that series. Well, well apparently I think that, I manage that. <laughs> that wasn't well received. Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, I'm going to have a lot of no life this summer, so I, I might be able to do that. I'm far too busy watching anime to play your goddamn games. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think I have some copies on Steam to gift, too. You play for free, at least the first two. Well, I never say no to something for free. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next in news, um, Fallout 4 is now rumored to be uh, being announced at E3 which is coming up in June. What cool. are those rumors based on? Because I've seen a lot of people like pissing themselves over this. But Yeah, uh, a German gaming site reported the rumor initially. Oh, yeah. And then there's been some other things to back it up, like uh, Guillermo del Toro is apparently, um, his production company's been hired to produce the trailer for E3, which Bethesda, are they the ones who made the crappy Deus Ex viral trailer thing? I'm not uh, sure. You mean like the the, the viral the, Twitch thing with no, the interactive audience? Yeah, for for the most recent DSX announcement. Yeah. Um, Are they behind DSX? I don't think so. Okay. How do I associate that? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Well, anyway, I hope it's not as cheesy as that. Do you think <laughs> yeah, this game seriously. will uh, take a cue from uh, New Vegas and, and make a lot of improvements over Fallout 3? What would you say those improvements are? It's been so long since I've played the games. I, I played both. What, in your mind, were those improvements? Uh... You know, it's hard because you can't really zoom in on the sights with the guns in Fallout 3 like you can in New Vegas. Oh, aim down the sights? Yeah. Yeah, the arsenal in New Vegas is pretty nice. Yeah. I'm sure they probably have that in Fallout 4. (laughs) I just remember the world being a lot more fun to explore in Fallout New Vegas for some reason. It was. It was, um, I don't know. It was just like a bunch of like freeways and like little towns in in Fallout 3. And and New Vegas was actually like this awesome desert. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, although the story I didn't really care for as much. Not that the story in Fallout 3 was that great either. but I did like some elements of it. I like the little plot twist with the president. thought that was neato. I don't even remember now. Oh, the, oh, that's I do remember actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. I do remember. And Liam Neeson was your dad, right? Or was it Patrick Stewart? No, it was Liam uh, Neeson was your dad. Liam oh, Neeson's yeah. a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's everyone's dad. <laughs> it's like that line from uh, The Life Aquatic. I wish you were my dad. <laughs> um, so that's, uh, that'd be cool because I, when I was playing Skyrim, man, it's been, it's been a couple of years now since that came out. Yeah, it has. I'm getting kind of tired of it. It Skyrim took a long time, so kudos years. to you, Skyrim, but. Four yeah. years old. Really? 2011. Goddamn. cow. Uh, ah, fuck, it's 2015. No, it's gotta be 2012. Nope. 2011. It's still a great game. Wow. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, when I was playing that, I was like, wow, this would be awesome if they kind of applied some of this really cool open world stuff to the Fallout series because I kind of wanted Skyrim with guns. So I just here's what I don't like about Fallout, though. Um, I think that the weird sense of humor worked really well in like the old isometric games like Fallout 1 and 2. I didn't really care for it that much in 3 and 4. It kind of just took me out or, or in 3 in New Vegas. kind of took me out of it. I was good with New Vegas, but it was it was over the top in three. I actually couldn't get very far in three because of that. Because the humor, yeah, 
I don't yeah. know. I kind of liked it, but I've always liked like weird non secretary humor in my games and things like that. Yeah. You're kind of a hipster. Or it's like too, insanity so. humor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'd like to like throw my opinion against everything that you two say. No, I'm just saying <laughs> hipsters have bad senses of humor, and I'm just saying you, you, might, you might have that. <laughs> you also like Borderlands as a humor, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of so hip- sort of the appeal It's kind of hipstery humor. I guess Alex is just a terrible person. Yeah. Well, we already established that. I'm just trying to. I didn't even know there was like a hipster sense of humor. I just made that up. I'm, I'm trying to articulate <laughs> what it is, but it's it's this weird like self-referential. It's a little Alexy pop culture-y, <laughs> but not. But anyway, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just. I, <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I'm just, I'm just at a loss for words because I'm now like going back and analyzing my sense of humor. I'm just like, oh man, what is your sense of humor even like? I thought it was just like mostly butt jokes. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I hope that they kind of take more of a serious route because I, I, I kind of doubt they will. I doubt they will too. But, but I think it's gonna be a good game. They're probably gonna take some cues from Skyrim and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I was just kind of like hankering to go back and play New Vegas lately, just because I kind of missed that series. So really? yeah, when I saw the Fallout Four rumors, I was pretty pumped. Well, the summer sales coming up for on Steam and this always goes for like $5 with all the expansions or something, you know. So, come uh, June or July or whatever, anybody who's listening who doesn't have it can pick up Fallout 3 and New Vegas probably for 5 bucks or less on Steam. That was what I did last summer a lot was play New Vegas. Yeah. Good good time. Um okay. Uh next in news, Alex, do you want to tell us about what you got? Um, I've been poking around and checking out some games that are uh, supposed to come out in like 2015, 2016, and there are some promising titles. Um, one of them more kind of like indie games, or what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, mostly indie games. Right. Um, it's, it's, I've just kind of lost a lot of interest with um a lot of the larger companies. I'm just like, eh, eh, I don't really care. It's what too you're mainstream, out. man. No, it's just like I'm tired of sequels. Hair flip. Like when I <laughs> when I looked at like the Xbox One lineup and the PS4 lineup, and just like the vast majority of it is like NBA 2K15. Like I I can't. Care what's about wrong that. with NBA 2K15? I don't know, but what's right with it, Jared? I don't know. I like basketball games. <laughs> the only basketball you game you like is NBA Jams. So. Okay, NBA Jam was. Good. I played <laughs> other ones too. I believe, and I don't remember what they were, but I have always enjoyed them. I think the biggest sports game that, or the only sports game that I was really big on was this random ass hockey game where you could like customize all your players. So my team was just like a bunch of like dudes with sharks for heads and stuff like that. And it was pretty great. Cool. Oh, but anyways, um, (laughs) titles, titles that are coming out soon. Um, Little Devil Inside is on Steam Greenlight right now, I think. And um, it looks pretty fucking sweet. Like I would definitely buy that game. Um, it's kind of like, a stylistically, it looks a little bit like Wind Waker, like where you have like the minimalism and the really bright colors yeah. and it has like kind of like a semi-empty open world feel to it. And you play this little adventurer. Um, it's just like a day in his life. Pretty much you go out on adventures and then you return home to your little town and your little house and just kind of like put your feet up. Um, Is so it like a main storyline Apparently there is a main storyline, but there's also a bunch of side quests and like randomly generated quests. And you can also just like bop around to different islands and like countries and stuff like that and just do whatever you feel like doing. Cool. So uh, that looks really cool. And like really mild kind of cartoony violence. 
Like you can like blow the heads off your enemies, but instead of it being just like a bunch of like realistic blood spraying everywhere, their head just kind of like pops off yeah. like a little doll's head and you like <laughs> see like their their bones and their muscles and stuff like that underneath. But um, I'm, I'm really digging the style. It looks like it'll be fun. Uh, were you one of those people who liked Wind Waker's style or didn't like it? I liked it when it... Yeah, when it first came out, I liked it because I've always been a really big fan of like cartoony things. Yeah, right. So, uh, what's Wind Waker style? Cell shading? Yeah, kind of cell shaded okay. cartoony. Yeah, like and like low poly count for all right. your characters and settings and things like that. Huh. I liked it too. I, I know there's like a lot of differing opinions, but I mean, it's a different take. Yeah. They tried something different. I liked it. A lot of people were really pissed off when it first came out, but I liked it. And it's just one of those things that that will always age well, Yeah, which I really appreciate. Right, exactly. I yeah. can go back and play a lot of like, you know, GameCube games and just be like, oh, I can't do this. The yeah. graphics are so shitty. But um, Little Devil Inside looks like one of those games that's going to look great just like dozens and dozens of years from now. Right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a preview for Ark released recently. Have you guys heard of Ark? No. I saw the trailer after I saw your notes. Yeah, it's um an open world survival game with dinosaurs. And it's just like, I don't know how <laughs> I can explain it more than that. You seriously just like wake up next to some sort of like naked chick on an island. And then it's just like, fight for your life. Ride dinosaurs. Train them. Eat dodo birds. Like do whatever the fuck you feel like doing. And also has online multiplayer, which I think could be really enjoyable. I'm not looking for anything particularly like pivotal and innovative and creative in this game. I yeah. just think that it will be like a solid way to ride some velociraptors with my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> ride velociraptors and come up another up on another group. Like, are you friendly? Yeah, we're friendly. We're friendly. And then have your velociraptors proceed to eat. Yeah, pretty much. The other group. <laughs> There's like a little camp building aspect to it, too. So... I can't wait to get my old bandit gang going. You can have bandit <laughs> fortress out in the jungle. It'll be so much fun. That would be cool. <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to play a game like that. And I just have never found one that just felt quite right. That I really wanted to sit down and just sink my teeth into it. Yeah, um, nothing's ever really been up to snuff. Yeah. A lot of people are going on about, um, like there was Rust. Do you ever play Rust? I saw it. I l- watched a lot of trailers. I never ended up going for it. I played like two seconds of Rust and I was like, eh. Yeah. I played like two days of DayZ and I was like, bah. Same, yep. <laughs> so I'm pretty much, I just keep on popping these games open because I'm hoping that one of them will appeal to me because I can see it um, being like one of my favorite games every time. And then every time I'm just kind of disappointed. Right. It just doesn't quite scratch that itch. It's like you kind of know what you want, but it's exactly. nobody's done it yet. Is I'm that- getting like that weird that weird entitled video gamer feeling where I'm just like, make my perfect game for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't it out there yet? Well, it's only entitled if you go on the internet and like complain about it. <laughs> if you're just kind of secretly hoping that someday somebody does it. If it's just that shitty whispering voice in the back of my head, yeah. then it's okay? Yeah, okay. exactly. Then you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh, all we have for news this week. Really, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yay, news. Let's go right into our uh, top three list of the week. Gamers must die. Top three list of the week. Gamers must die. Top three list. Top three list. Top three list of the week. Die, die, die. The top three list of the week. I like how every time that clip plays, Jared and I are just like simultaneously bobbing our heads to it because you can't help it. 
Well, it's, like it's a great clip. You guys can't help it. I wasn't bothered. You can head. definitely help it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week's top three list: top three favorite non Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy slash Dragon Quest RPGs, JRPGs, JRPGs, JRPGs. Not just RPGs, but JRPGs. So the reason we're just saying no Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest because. A lot of obvious answers there. We're just going to totally just cut out that option. So, I would have chosen something. I know. The, from those two. Also, Final Fantasy and Dragon <laughs> Quest is like 50% of all JRPGs ever. So it's just like... Yeah. yeah. Or at least the known ones. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I think I'll, I'll go first just to get it out of the way. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3D definitely made it into my top three. <laughs> I'm super impressed with that game. Um, in fact... Uh, they're coming out with Xenoblade Chronicles X for the Wii U later this year. Just came out in Japan, and I think it's going to be a system seller for me. Might actually finally get a Wii U for this game. <laughs> That's how much I liked it. I like how we were talking about like Wii U lineups um, a couple weeks ago too, and we we're just like, doesn't look like any anything is coming out for Wii U. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, I'll pay a couple hundred dollars to play this, the next one if it's as good as this one was. So. Jeez, <laughs> I, but there's other games I want for Wii U. So, well, all right, a few, if you say so. Okay. Um. Then next up is Skies of Arcadia. This has been one of my favorites for a while. And actually, after I played Xenoblade a couple weeks ago, um, I happened to get my copy back from my brother who had had it for years, and I've been playing that lately, and it has held up over time. So, uh, Skies of Arcadia, originally a Dreamcast RPG. And then they did like a little GameCube port slash um, like upgraded version of it called Skies of Arcadia Legends. Great turn-based classic RPG. Good characters, good story, um, good good setting and all that. Anything particularly unique about it? Because I haven't played Skies of Arcadia. Not not anything particularly unique. Just um, does everything really well. It just does everything really well. And, you know, at the time it was like the first big... <laughs> ended up being one of the last big JRPGs <laughs> on the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. So it was just this beautiful game when it first came out. It was so exciting at the time. Um, now, obviously, you know, it looks old, but it, it's held up. And uh, uh, I don't know if you have a GameCube or Wii, I'll lend it to you. I, I have the GameCube version. So Sweet. I'm lending it to Jared first because he wants to play it. But you, you I put in about 15 hours on that game like 11 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You just didn't finish. Yeah. Pretty well, sad. It's, uh, it's, it's, Pretty solid, and I'm I'm happy to find in the past couple of weeks that it's held up. Um, last, uh, the Seventh Saga for Super Nintendo. Either of you play this? No. no. Um, this was an RPG made by Enix, who also made the Dragon Quest series. And basically, you pick your character at the beginning from one of like seven characters, and the king like is talking to all of you, saying, "Okay, go out, find the seven runes, and blah blah blah, save the kingdom." Anyway, so then you, your character like goes out. And uh, it's like a typical JRPG. But then along the way, you start running into the other characters that you didn't pick. And sometimes they're like, hey, let's join up and be buddies. And okay, and you do. And then you can, you know, work together. But sometimes you'll find them and be like, hey, fuck you. I'm taking your rune from you right now. The runes <laughs> you got, and they'll attack you. And I don't know. It's, it's just That's a, pretty cool. Yeah, it's a pretty solid, really good music, really good atmosphere, really solid JRPG. Um, the US version. Uh, had a bug in it so that the uh, your opponents, the other um, characters, scaled, didn't scale properly to your level. So they actually were like way more powerful than you. I don't know how I got through it as a kid, but because uh, I mean they're way too fucking powerful. <laughs> Spent way too much time on it. 
Yes. <laughs> and beat them, you know, as a kid. I don't, and uh, anyway, there's a, if you're going to play the game via emulator, there's a little IPS patch you can throw on it to restore the uh, proper stats from the Japanese version. But cool. that is my list. Awesome. Nice uh, list, guy. Alex? Yeah, kind of surprised by your third one. Um, let's see here. There were actually a lot of things that I considered for this list. And if you look at my notes, I just like scribbled out like half the stuff that I wrote down because I'm like, oh, wait, no, this JRPG. Yeah. <laughs> wait, no, this JRPG. Um, so uh, for my first one, I have uh, Legend of Mana. I played that game when I was tiny. It's like one of my first real video game memories is Legend how much I fucking loved that game. Is that the Super Nintendo one? Um, I played it on PlayStation. PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it a sequel to the PlayStation or is it just a remake? I think it was a sequel. Okay. I can't remember if Secret of Mana came first. It must have because it was on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So um, sequel to Secret of Mana. Okay. But I mean, I don't even have particularly solid memories of the plot yeah. because of how long ago I played that game, but it made a huge impact on me when I was tiny. And it's <laughs> probably like what kickstarted my love of JRPGs. Really nice. Yeah. It had some really interesting little game mechanics for its time. Like there was a tiny like world building aspect where you could like rearrange um the world and it had like a pet capture system so it had like this little um ranching aspect to it where you could like gather um wild monsters and then raise them to do battle cool and um i just remember i think it might have actually been like my first turn-based jrpg so yeah that's it's, it's so refreshing to hear somebody from your, from your generation saying that their first RPG that turned them onto it wasn't Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> no, that like I actually didn't. This is gonna get me a lot of flag. I actually didn't like Final Fantasy VII because of the precedent that things like um, Legend of Mana set for me. Gotcha. Because I wanted I wanted um, a lot more to my game than like just the main story. Right. And uh, so I mean, a couple of the reasons I like Final Fantasy VII were just was just like the fucking chocobo racing. I was just like such a sucker for that whole gimmick. <laughs> but um. Yeah, Legend of Mana, great stuff. Cool. Um, my second one is Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor, the first one. Nice. Cool. Um, just because, again, really bizarre um, aspects to gameplay that I wasn't really expecting. Just yeah. kind of like switched up your typical JRPG dealio because it was just like, I played Final Fantasy Tactics before that, and it, to me, was like Tactics meets Pokemon with the dark spin that I'd always wanted. Yeah. So when I first played Devil Survivor, I remember I had asked for it like eight months before I got it because this is like pre, this is pre-adulthood here. Okay. <laughs> so I, and I didn't get fucking allowance or any of that shit. Right. So I remember like eight months before I got it, like just bugging the shit out of my mom for it because I wanted it for my birthday so bad, <laughs> and it totally held up when I got it. That's great. No, I, uh, like I said, I played the 3DS uh, remake of it. They added voice acting and like a, another chapter at the end. Mm -hmm. Super blown away by it, how good it was. I mean, uh, I was I'd, just so surprised that people weren't talking about it more. I'm like, you, yeah. I mean, you guys fucking love like Final Fantasy and Pokemon. Why haven't you played Shin Megami Tensei? They're like, that sounds like it has a really Japanese name. Yeah. <laughs> and also, everybody plays, I mean, it's, it's a spinoff of the same series that Persona is a, is a spinoff yeah. of. Everybody loves Persona 3 and 4. So. You know, I'm surprised more people haven't dug into it. Um, but yeah, super solid game. And my third um, favorite JRPG is Fire Emblem Awakening. Nice. Because that game was just so fucking good that I beat it in like two days. It was just one of those games that you don't put down for me. Yeah. And again, I'd always loved the final or the Fire Emblem games. So um, 
it was just like everything that I loved about the previous games, plus that whole aspect where you could like pair up the people and like produce new little warriors from the future. Right. So uh, I, I dicked around with that game so much and did like all the little side quests. It was a good time. Let's explain that a little bit. It's, it's a little spoilery, but um, basically, you can your characters in, in your in your team in Fire Emblem Awakening, um, you can kind of like create romances between them or just even friendships, and they get more powerful when they fight together through that. But they also can get married, and then there's also this thing going on with the plot where people are coming back from the future. Yep. So, so when someone gets married, you can like play alongside their children. Yeah, their children will come back will come back into the present from the future and you can like use their child like with like, their combined stats and it's kind of cool weird mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people got really creepy about it though and they're just like really <laughs> it's just like it's eugenics they're just like selecting the best pairs <laughs> to create the strongest children right and so you get these characters that have like zero chemistry whatsoever and it's kind of creepy and you're just like mashing them together yeah like <laughs> make me babies um i see I, nothing wrong with that <laughs> I always let my characters kind of progress their relationships naturally. Like whoever ended up working best on the battlefield ended up getting married. Mm-hmm. So uh, all their like they they didn't have the strongest of progeny because it would just be like whoever seemed to work best together made the children. Yeah. But um, it was really fun. I quite liked it. I don't know about you. My character, I my my main character in that game, I romanced the uh, dragon chick. Oh, the wait, the Riki Tiki, the older one. The, Ricky Tiki. <laughs> well, whatever one you see, you meet first the dragon. Oh, the little girl, the little child one. She's not a. She's not a child. Ew, okay. Gross. She's she is that like lowly loophole where she's like I am thousands of years old and I just happen to have yeah, the body. Yeah, she's thousands of, of fucking years old. <laughs> yeah, whatever lolly. That always that always made me feel kind of weird when that's really? used as like a plot device. Yeah, I see. I'm not really into the to the whole anime thing, so I didn't really pick up on that. That was kind of like what was going on. Mm-hmm. I I liked the fact that uh, her character was super powerful. Oh yeah, she was crazy powerful. Yeah. No, but I just put her in my don't use bin as soon as she was <laughs> Nawi. That was her name. Nawi. As soon as yep. she was introduced, because I'm just I'm like, oh, you're doing that like thousand year old lolly thing in the don't play bin. You go. No, but then my daughter turned out to be a fucking dragon too. That was awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> dragons are awesome in that game. They're powerful. You're like bonus. <laughs> yeah. I ended up. Um, my chick got married to Long Q. I thought their little romance was hilarious. Because, oh, Long Q. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's just like really a stoic swordsman. He didn't fucking talk at all. Right. So in order to romance him, your character is just like constantly annoying and harassing him. <laughs> and then eventually that works out for them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I get. I get everything you guys are talking about. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> this game I haven't played. You should actually oh, borrow this sorry. game from me and play it. <laughs> what what system is it for? Three DS. Right. Hello, worth it though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jared, you're up. Okay. Well, I actually have a problem with this because uh, my favorite JRPGs are Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest. It's bullshit. You can't believe you <laughs> did this to me. <laughs> I I can't believe. I never thought that you're like you know the depth of your JRPG just knowledge and there's not that was, many was JRPGs. So, there's a ton of JRPGs, man. I'm not saying they're all good. There's a. They're mostly shitty, but there's yes, a lot of them. There's a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Well, I, I found three that I actually played at least. Okay. And didn't hate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because so there are a lot I hated. What are dropped. your three that you played and didn't hate? <laughs> okay. Let's start off with uh, Pokemon. Okay. The yep. original. I mean, that is a classic, solid JRPG. Yeah. Th- there's actually probably no RPG I've played more than the original Pokemon. 
I can actually say that too. <laughs> uh, I mean, what can you say? It's fucking Pokemon. Yeah, everybody's played it. <laughs> they know what it is. Uh, so my next one, uh, what was it? Shining in the Darkness for um, Sega Genesis. That was the first person jun- dungeon crawler. Yeah. That was kind of a spinoff of Shining Force. It is absolutely a spinoff of Shining Force. Yeah. Cool. It has random encounters. You have to sort of memorize uh, where you go in this dungeon. uh, You go to town, buy weapons and army, uh, all the standard stuff. That's like back in the day when you're a kid and you have like a big notebook of graph paper from school anyway. Oh, yeah. So you can create a little map. Oh, I remember paper. doing My that. My got yeah. so badass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun game. And, uh, yeah, good game. Not a lot of people like that game. <laughs> it's kind of, it's you know, it's pretty archaic by modern standards. Yeah, I don't think the whole dungeon diving thing is really ever caught on in the West too much. Uh, Ultima had a bunch of dungeon diving games. Did it? Yeah. Wow. And um, I think Persona, at least one of those games, is like a first-person dungeon crawler type thing. With like uh, the just the corridors? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway. And then my last one um, is a PlayStation 2 title called Okage the Shadow Warrior or something like that. Hmm. And that's actually, it's um the art and everything is from the style of like Tim Burton's Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, cool! And it all just looks really like weird, like that. And um, it's it's a comedy RPG where like this shadow takes over like your shadow, <laughs> and like uh, it's like a demon king who's living inside your shadow. Then, and he's always like, "Oh, I'm so evil!" Blah blah blah. But he has no power. <laughs> That definitely sounds why Japanese. He, like of all the places that he's gonna shack up, why would he choose your shadow? I think he gets uh, your parents have some weird convoluted ritual that they make you do, and it's all comedic and <laughs> and like your sister's shadow like turns pink and like they act like she just like fucking died and like you're on this quest to save your sister's shadow, make it not pink anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sure like, I'm gonna put the- my life in peril just so my sister's shadow isn't pink anymore. And the and the, the, the demon like king's name is uh, his name is Stan. Stan. Nice. Stan the demon king. That's great. Uh, so yeah, your 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 quest is sort of the, for him to gain power again. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a hard as shit game too. I did not get super far in it, but I really liked it. Wait, what's the gameplay like? Standard, just uh, random battles and turn based. Turn based. Oh, okay. You know. So that's my list. Very nice. Well, I guess that's all. Uh, one thing I was thinking about: Have you played Nino Kuni? Oh yeah, Nino Kuni was really close to making it to this list. Yeah, as well. me too. Because it was so charming. <laughs> I liked it, it, but charming? I and didn't like the battle really hard system. When you find out the villain's backstory. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so tragic. <laughs> I never got that far. Yeah, it was it was just so well done all around. It, mm-hmm. was, it was super solid. I put a good 10, 15 hours into it. I Did think. you really? Yeah. Oh. One of the things that really held me up with that game is that I get really attached to like my monsters when I play games like that, like yeah. Pokemon, and. And like you can see it in my fi- or my fire emblem example, I don't necessarily go for the most efficient monsters or teams or anything. I just go for like my personal favorites. So with Nino Kuni, I pretty much just like went through that entire fucking game with Puss in Boats. Nice. Like <laughs> I totally have Puss in Boats. <laughs> mhm. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, there's no real point to even change your monster in that game. It- oh yeah, there is. I don't know. I never really found. Well, like one. that. There, at one point in the game, there's like this tombstone kind of monster. 
he makes an awesome tank. I got, yeah, I, there are definitely stronger ones. Although you can still go through the whole game like pretty easily just with puss and boats. I could really go on a rant about this though, because a lot of what I see online are all these fucking like theory crafters. Like, do they even enjoy the games? I hate it when people do that. Yeah. It pisses me off it's, so much. It's just like, just play, like pick the characters you like. Don't worry about who has like, you know, two more points of strength ultimately. Or, you know, <laughs> just, it's just. That's how they enjoy it though. I guess, I guess I don't like, I don't hold that against them. It's just that when they try to tell me yeah. how to play my video game, that it fucking kills me. So uh, that's the problem is like you run into them in like MMOs mm-hmm. and they're telling you how to do your character. Cause you're, yep. you, yeah, it's, it's just. Like when I joined Final Fantasy, um, one of my old gaming friends was just like, oh, I play Final Fantasy 14. Let me play with you. Join my like level 2 billion guild and like we'll go do all these <laughs> crazy things together as long as you give your character this build and this item and you do these quests. Right. And, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And yeah. then he's like, okay, then I'll start over from scratch and play with you. So we played for like two whole days. And he was just he was just like, you're building your character entirely wrong. Ah. Uh. It's like, I'll kill you. Yeah, seriously. I, I well, just maybe want- you should start building your characters correctly. That's all I'm saying. I mean. <laughs> no, I can't stand. I just can't stand it. That whole thing that happens with people. I mean, like like you said, if they were just keeping it to themselves and that's how they enjoy the game, that's great. But yeah. Yeah, like if they enjoy doing the research and coming up with the strategies yeah. and everything. But it's just like, I, I like dicking around with my games. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to have like the ultimate perfect character all the time in every game. You know? mm-hmm. So. Okay, uh, that was a good top three list. Yay. Let's move on to some, uh, the worst thing that happened to us this week. The worst thing that ever happened to us this week. Okay, um, Alex, let's start with you this time. Sure. So... This didn't really happen to me, but it happened to a friend of mine, which okay. pissed me off. Right. Um, so a friend of mine, so like a frequent blogger, and I read his shit, and he made a really brief, tiny post about how he was okay with how Marvel has been handling Black Widow merchandise. To expand on that a little bit, a lot of people have been up in arms about the fact that Black Widow doesn't appear in a lot of Marvel's merchandise they've been pumping out for Age of Ultron. Okay. Like, they're like, where are the Black Widow t-shirts? Where are the Black Widow action figures? You have Iron Man action figures. Why isn't Black Widow represented? Blah, 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 blah. And they think that it's just like purely a matter of misogyny. Like Marvel fucking hates women. And so oh, they're God. intentionally not releasing like merchandise of women because they're just like trying to put your powerful females down. Right. And so my friend made this tiny post about he's just like, I think that it makes sense that they don't include Black Widow in the vast majority of their merchandise. And he got like destroyed. I'm reading all these responses and like reblogs where people are just like, you are a fucking ignorant, misogynistic pig piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Sounds like like a fucking bigot. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a (laughs) a big piece of shit. What a dick. But um, it pissed me off. Because I know exactly where he was coming from, and I agree with him. Black Widow is not a very fucking marketable character. No. Like, 
as far as merch goes, one of like the big sellers for Marvel's merch is like the the superhero t-shirts, you know? A lot of people were bitching that there were Captain America t-shirts, Iron Man t-shirts, Hulk t-shirts. They were like, why no Black Widow? Because you can't put a recognizable Black Widow emblem on the front of a t-shirt. Pretty much her largest like physical characteristic is her giant cleavage V yeah. in her leather suit. So it's like, are you going to put like the giant cleavage V on like the front of a boy's t-shirt? Right. No, you're going to put like the fucking Captain America shield or like you're going to put Iron Man's reactor in the center of it. She just doesn't have too much like recognizable about her physically to make her a good brand. Right. On top of that, it's not just Black Widow. Hawkeye is excluded from like all the merchandise as well. I was about to ask you, is Jeremy Renner's character also no, excluded? Yeah, it's right. It's not a female thing. It's that she's a fucking normie. Yeah, exactly. Eight-year-old <laughs> boys don't want to pretend to be Black Widow because she doesn't have fucking superpowers. So right. nobody gives a shit. Or at least children don't give a shit. I know that adults like Black Widow as a character, but I don't see a lot of like children running around and pretending to be Black Widow. Right. It's because she doesn't have laser beams coming out of her hands. Well, it shows you how stupid children are, because actually it's way more respectable if she got her powers through, like, training and hard work and shit. <laughs> children are dumb. Fucking Captain America just injected some serum and so did the Hulk. And People are, like, ragging on real-life people that use steroids, and they don't think about how Captain America is just, like, a giant steroid junkie. What the fuck? Where are all these social justice warriors <laughs> when it really matters? <laughs> did, you, um, did you ever see that thing where, um, I think it was C- Jeremy Renner and maybe Chris Hemsworth or some... Uh, they um they did an interview and talked about how she was a slut, <laughs> like offhand joking that, she, that her character was a slut or something. And people got all up in arms about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they had to apologize. Only one of yeah, them. That's absurd. I think Jeremy Renner gave like the most like non apologetic apology ever. <laughs> like it was more like I can't believe people were offended by this. I'm really sorry that people were offended by it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really sick of seeing like um. Like there, a lot of these people are like enraged moms, the ones who are ranting about Black Widow not uh. being represented in merch, and it's just like, why do you want Black Widow to be a like to be something that your children look up to? She's just like an admitted. She has all these issues because she's an admitted murderer. Yeah, she doesn't use sex in a sexually positive way. She uses <laughs> it to manipulate people and right. belittle them, and like. Yeah, she's powerful, but she's not really powerful in a way that you want your children to be when they grow up. Right. And it's just like, I don't know. They all seem ass backwards to me. Problem is, everything you're saying is perfectly reasonable, and these people don't respond to reason. They respond to, you know, whatever issue they can light their hair on fire about today and rant about. She's such a raging whore. You only have to use protection when you have sex with her. Because she has natural antibodies that make her resistant to disease, and she's barren. That's her superpower. Yep. <laughs> I'm serious, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I knew that it was going to be a lost cause if I were to like be like, I agree with him, though. People would just be, they would tell me that I had like internalized misogyny. Right. Just like, oh, you poor, poor oh, girl. Oh, the patriarchy's your... gotten to you. Mm. <laughs> uh, was this on Facebook or Tumblr? Or... No, I was on like Tumblr. Okay, well, that's what Right, that's her... the beginning problem. That's what right he gets there, from having a Tumblr Is that he tried the... to make some yeah. sort of social commentary on Tumblr. Just right. like, bad. Whack. That's like going into Nazi Germany and be like, hey, yeah, the Jews are not that bad. You know, you're going to get fucked. <laughs> this is not the place for it. <laughs> You might be totally right, but you're just going <laughs> to... 
Or in this case, guy's case, he'll never get fucked again because they've like salted his earth. Nobody will ever date him anymore. Oh, you're right. Because he's a misogynistic pig. <laughs> right. You're right. Because there's a big women's network of like a big running list. Yeah. Well, Dick I think, blacklist. I think yeah. you'll be fine. <laughs> Social justice warrior chicks are not that hot. No. No. <laughs> Uh, okay. Neither are social justice warrior guys. Let's be fair. Actually, there's probably more guys than girls. You're right. <laughs> they're, they're, they're far more ugly. The not all the not all guys population. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was are we a worst thing? Yeah, worst thing. What's your worst thing? We're doing a continuation uh, of last week. Uh oh yeah. So I kind of told the story last week. How this is very. I'm gonna make this quick. That's kind of banal. Uh, <laughs> I. Ordered Devil Survivor 2, pre-ordered it a few days in advance because oh, it said yeah. I'd get it the day of. Didn't arrive the day of. Then that night, I saw some weird error message on Amazon I've never seen before. And by the way, I order a lot of shit off Amazon. Not because I'm um, buying stuff frivolously, but I buy most of my stuff that I would otherwise buy at the Just store. Just trying to avoid like in-person retail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're in the upper echelon of uh, Amazon right. buyers. I'm going to get like the Amazon like platinum <laughs> card at some point. You know, they're going to come to my door, present it to me with like a, you know. You're a real fucking Amazon elitist. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> so I've never seen this error message. That's the point. I've never seen it. It said uh, package was missorted, uh, will be assigned a different routing, uh, different routing number or something like that. It's like, what the fuck? And then so next day, after like another 12, 15 hours, like there was no change on it. And the thing is, I didn't actually have time to play the game that day anyway or right away. But I was more just like kind of curious, like what the hell's going on here? And anyway, so I got in touch with the customer support. Guy solved it for me in like two seconds. Like, hey, we'll just uh, overnight you a new copy of the game. And if the other copy arrives, just uh, just refuse delivery. And so I was like, okay, cool. Long story short, got a co- my copy of the game next day. Very awesome. And the other copy of the game arrived same day. <laughs> and I wasn't home to refuse delivery. So now I have this extra copy of Devil Survivor 2. Did you have to pay for both of them? No, they sent me the second <gasps> one free. Sweet. And, and I've done a lot of Googling of this. And apparently, like, they just basically, if you're a Prime member and your stuff is late, they Sometimes just to solve your problem, they'll ship you a new item free of charge without no questions asked. Yeah, that's actually happened to me too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm really impressed. And I'm going to contact them and say, hey, can I ship this back or whatever? But from what I've read, they're just going to say, nah, no, don't worry about it. Keep it. And that's amazing. I had me. ordered like some free weights and it was like, those things are expensive. It's like 65 bucks for like a tiny set. You oh, know? yeah, absolutely. And, um, it it arrived and I was just like I was like what the fuck these aren't the ones that I wanted because I wanted I wanted a specific kind it was really doofy but there was like a colored set that I wanted and it was really cute but anyways no that that, that matters <laughs> yeah so I got like I got the black set instead of the like little rainbow set that I wanted um so I contacted customer support I'm like hey I, I got the wrong color <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just like how do I ship this back to you can you ship me the right one blah 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 they're just like oh we'll just send you the rainbow set I'm like are you serious. They're just like, yeah, no, it's just like, I don't know. People probably aren't going to want like gym equipment that has been touched by other people. We can't market that as new. So just go ahead and take the second set. I'm like, oh, fucking sweet. <laughs> but then I was like, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with two weight sets? <laughs> you sell one? Yeah, I just gave one to a family member. Oh, just sold it. <laughs> so how, how is this a bad thing for you? No, I'm saying what was my worst thing from last week. I'm updating. It was just a follow-up. I really yeah. don't have a worst thing this oh, week. Oh, okay. Sorry. It was a great thing. Yeah. So I'm gonna. <laughs> Are you gonna it, sell your copy now? Well, yeah. If I if I I'm gonna double check with them. Just not because I 
have to. I just kind of want to just to not feel like a bad person. Right. And because they'll probably like make a note of that in your customer account, and then you'll get more free shit in the future. Right. So there's been <laughs> things that have arrived from Amazon before that have been qu- not quite what I thought they were or like one time something came kind of broken, but I was able to fix it. No problem. But now I won't be afraid. Cause I always thought, well, it's be a huge pain in the ass to pack this back up and ship it to them. Now I know that if something's wrong, they're really good about fixing it and yeah. not hassling you. So they're awesome. Just be really careful that when you're shopping on Amazon, that you're not buying from a third party company because you will not get any fucking customer service. If right. that's the case. Right. But you're, yeah, you have to make sure it's sold by Amazon. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. Happy ending. Happy ending. Happy ending. Everyone. Jared, anything going on with you, man? Um, no. Well, uh, yeah, no. Jared's worst <laughs> thing is that like he opened his pantry and he was out of his Captain Crunch or something. Like his <laughs> <laughs> new Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, it's not nothing really. I mean, it's allergy season now, and I've been sort of in a daze all week. Oh, but- fucking allergy season! Me too. So I woke up and my I just had the sniffles and I'm just I'm like, it's begun. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I man. felt like the shit trees all are week. fucking. Oh man, I'm sorry. That sucks. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but what are you gonna do? Do you take uh, whatever the anti-allergy medicine is? Nah, I just I've always had like this dumb little aversion to medicine, not for like any like stupid homeopathic reasons, but just because it's like one of those things that you're afraid of when you're a kid, like you're afraid <laughs> of the dark and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've just like never taken medicine, even though I've gotten over the fear. So I just like sit with my so allergies f- and be miserable. It's just a habit now that you had. Exactly. It's just like a habit that I don't take like Benadryl and shit like that. Damn it. I thought you were going to say you didn't take medicine because <laughs> you took like supplements and I could put you back in your hipster box. Because like, I can't. Quit. Damn Corporations it. are evil and they're trying to poison right. me with their carcinogens. Well, I take allergy medicine. <laughs> I'm all, I'm Claritin clear every day. <laughs> Although that just, <laughs> it does not cut out all of it. So I have yeah. to take a nose spray too. And then that makes me drowsy, blah, blah, blah. It sucks. You actually, you know what? I just thought something somewhat related, kind of a worse thing. It'll be quick. I came down with like a flu or something on um, Mother's Day Sunday, mm-hmm. but instead of having a fever, I had like a temperature of like ninety-seven. So I had like <laughs> what a, the fuck? A degree and a half <laughs> too low. Flu. But I was super sick, and like I felt bad because I couldn't like do stuff with my wife, and then she had to watch the baby, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, I, I'm really sick. I promise. This thermometer. <laughs> It's telling you 97. <laughs> I really feel like shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was kind of pissed off that I had a flu without the fever to, you know, kind of like prove it. So it's just like you're ill, but you're not like ill enough to the point where you get to bitch about it properly. Oh, that's, no. a, that's a legit problem. No, no, no. I was actually ill enough to bitch about it properly. But, okay. But I felt like because I didn't have the, the number to back me up. Like my fever's 101. You didn't have like hardcore evidence. Right. I mean, I slept all day in bed and was like bedridden, not being able to do anything. I was it was that bad, but I had just no evidence. Wow. So. Oh man. On like a kind of related note, can I do one other worse thing that's happened to me? Yeah, our lives are just horrible. Just like, keep it's, ranting. It's yeah. Terrible. <laughs> no, I went okay, so like I am very, very frugal and I'm very tight about my budget. I'm yeah. really responsible about it. And um so my grocery list is really standard, really boring, really healthy. Cause I just like eat chicken, vegetables, and rice like every fucking day. And um, I'm gonna pause you. That's really impressive, by the way. I've always wanted to be like that. I can't pull it off. Just be really fucking poor. Like exceedingly poor. <laughs> I've been really poor. I've been so poor and I still can pull it off. you still ate shit? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I feel like there are like two types of like poor diets. There's just like the ramen diet and then there's like the healthy poor. Okay. Like the I'm paleo not because I want to be, but because I can't afford more kind of poor. That's <laughs> yeah. where I am. Okay. But anyways, um, so buying food 
like buying um, treats is like a big deal for me. I'll do it like once a week. I'll get something that costs like five dollars that is not normally on my grocery list. And so last week I wanted to go buy expensive cheese because I fucking love cheese. I'm like, this is going to be like the highlight of my evening is just buying like artisan <laughs> cheese. So I went to Hagen and spent like $10 on this really awesome sounding blue cheese dip. And it fucking food poisoned me. Oh, <laughs> snap. I woke up at like 6 a.m. I was like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and you've got like the sweats and shit like that. Yeah. And it was like threw up everywhere. I'm like, you blue cheese bitch. How did you do this to me? I was like, I'm so excited. Blah. Wow. So like, that was actually pretty bad. That is bad. I didn't know if I wanted to bring it up because one, it's really fucking gross. And two, it doesn't have anything to do with like nerd culture. I was like, we just won't talk about the blue cheese incident. No, that's, that's, that's a was, good incident to talk about. Oh, uh, it was so disappointing. Yeah. That's pretty sad. All right. I have one more story you just reminded me of. This is somewhat relevant. Because <laughs> when I was it. super, super poor and living in LA, my wife saved up a bunch of money secretly to take me out for a day to Six Flags. Uh-huh. Like this was like a big deal because we hadn't done anything in a while. Um, and... Uh, get to Six Flags. It's awesome. We go on a couple of roller coasters and then I just get dizzy beyond reason to the point where I can't even stand. So I spent then hours like in the car, in the parking lot, like laying there trying to like just power through it. And I just couldn't do it. You like, have crazy vertigo. Dude, were you like dehydrated or something? <laughs> no, I just started some new medication like a month beforehand. And one of the side effects was it increased probability of getting dizzy from that sort of thing so like worst dizzy spell of your life happens to be on fucking six flags day <laughs> on the day when my wife saved for months and it was like it was just a horrible horrible day oh that sucks so much yeah yeah and i was like sitting there like i was like i couldn't move and she was like upset like not mad at me just upset that the in day general was yeah like why world why yeah and uh, that's why you're on your second wife now yeah <laughs> no i had to kill her after that i couldn't let her live with that memory of me <laughs> this is ruined forever right yeah yeah okay when they're talking to their lawyers it's just like you ruined six flags for me <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i just couldn't live with the memory that i gave her that horrible day so she had to die I was just gonna say she left you. I didn't know she died. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Now I know the truth. Yeah, now you know the truth. <laughs> no, I'm still on my first wife. She remembers that incident. It's very sad. <laughs> okay. I think we're ready to go. All right. I think we're good. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Good enough. See ya.